Hello and welcome to WaveScan, the international DX program from Adventist World Radio. Researched and written in Indianapolis by Dr. Adrian Peterson and produced in the studios of WRMI Shortwave in Okeechobee, Florida. I'm Jeff White. This is edition NWS 661 for release on Sunday, October 24th, 2021. On Wayscan today, the Kingdom of Redonda and the Island of Barbuda in the Caribbean, where you can hear steel band music like this. Also today, our Australian and Bangladesh DX reports and other items of news about what's happening on shortwave radio. Well, news headline in April of this year stated that flying goats could save a Caribbean island. This mile-long, rugged, uninhabited, and almost totally barren island that was referred to in the news headline is identified as Redonda Island. And the flying goats that will help save this island are part of a nature conservation effort. This island is a half-serious kingdom, without citizens, as Ray Robinson tells us. Thanks, Jeff. Redonda Island is the leftover remnants of an extinct volcano, and it's the third largest island in the Caribbean nation that carries the twin title of Antigua and Barbuda. The island was named Redonda by the famous European explorer Christopher Columbus on the occasion of his second adventure tour to the New World in 1493. The island Redonda has always been uninhabited, except for half a century at the end of the 1800s and the early 1900s, when up to 100 workers were engaged in mining the rich guano deposits on the island. An author of fantasy novels, Matthew P. Scheel, from nearby Montserrat, claimed that his father arranged a ceremony on the island in which he was crowned King of Redonda at the age of 15 in 1880. According to the story, the British Colonial Office in London approved his appointment as King of Redondo, a nation without a permanent inhabitant. According to a documentary on BBC Radio 4 in London in 2007, a multitude of international personalities have claimed or been ennobled as King of Redonda during the past one and a half centuries. The current claimant is an Englishman, artist Stephen Chambers. Regarding the flying goats on Redonda, this is the story. Back about 300 years ago, long-horned goats were introduced to the island to provide food for stranded or shipwrecked sailors. However, as time went by, the goats have multiplied, and they've just about devoured all of the sparse vegetation on the island. In an effort to save the goats from starvation and to allow the vegetation to regrow, the few remaining goats are being airlifted out by helicopter and resettled on the main island of Antigua itself. An island lying in the Bass Strait between Tasmania and the Australian mainland was named Redondo due to its similarity in shape with this Caribbean island. Both Redonda in the Caribbean and Redondo in Australian waters are still uninhabited. Both are nature reserves and no radio station has ever been installed on either of them. In the Caribbean, the neighbouring island of Barbuda is the second largest island in the Caribbean nation of Antigua and Barbuda. It's a very irregularly shaped island, approximately 15 miles long and 10 miles across, with a resident population of considerably less than 2,000 people. 
Barbuda was listed by Condé Nast Traveller as one of the top 10 destinations to watch in 2016, and it continues to be of interest to independent travellers from all over the world. The longest beach in the Caribbean, 17 miles long, lies on the southern shore of the island of Barbuda. Part of this beach is known as Pink Sand Beach due to the pink colour of the fine soft sand, and another part is known as Princess Diana Beach due to her visits to that lonesome area. Unfortunately, Barbuda lies in the pathway of major hurricanes in the Caribbean and it's been devastated twice in this new century. On both occasions, in 2017 and 2019, the hurricane damage was so intense that the entire population was temporarily evacuated to neighbouring Antigua. Besides communication radio, the only radio broadcasting stations on Barbuda have been local FM stations as slave relays, with programming from parent FM stations on the capital city island, Antigua. The first FM relay station on Barbuda was inaugurated in the town of Codrington by Abundant Life Radio in 2004 with 1 kilowatt on 103.1 MHz. A subsequent station was also inaugurated in Codrington by Nice FM on 104.3 MHz, the same FM channel as the parent station on Antigua Island. Back to you, Jeff. Thank you very much, Ray Robinson at KVOH in Los Angeles. And speaking of Ray's station, KVOH, he tells us that effective Saturday, October 16th, KVOH stopped broadcasting its service in Spanish on 9975 kilohertz. This broadcast will continue via the internet only from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time, that's 1000 to 0100 UTC. Desde Los Angeles, para todas las Américas, esta es La Voz de Esperanza, un ministerio de difusión del Grupo de Comunicaciones Estratégicas. KVOH continues to broadcast in English from 0100 to 0600 UTC, Monday to Saturday nights, that would be uh, Tuesday through Sunday UTC, on 9975 kilohertz shortwave. And by the way, there are two airings of WaveScan each week on KVOH at 0200 UTC Sunday and UTC Tuesday on 9975 kilohertz. Now, as you may know, the B-21 shortwave broadcast season will begin on October 31st of this year and continue until March 26th of 2022. We have a new schedule for WaveScan broadcasts, and the AWR Frequency Management Office has sent this to us. Here are the new broadcasts as of October 31st, 2021. And these are all on Sundays, of course. At 15.30 UTC, you'll be able to hear WaveScan on 15.615 kHz from KSDA in Guam. And also, same time, 15.30 UTC from Trincomalee in Sri Lanka on 15.530 kHz. A half hour later at 1600 UTC, you can hear WaveScan from Madagascar 
on 17730 kilohertz and from KSDA in Guam on 12040 kilohertz. And at 2200 UTC Sunday, WaveScan is again on KSDA in Guam on 12040 kilohertz. All of those broadcasts are beamed to Asia, but uh, we know that they are heard in other places as well. You're listening to WaveScan from Adventist World Radio. The BBC has released its World Service Performance Review for the period 2016 to 2020. According to the report, in 2020, the BBC's total global reach increased by 11% year-on-year to reach 468 million people a week, the highest number ever, on track to meet the ambition of reaching a half a billion people worldwide by the BBC's centenary in 2022. This figure includes all platforms in 42 languages that the BBC World Service uses, including radio, TV, and digital platforms. Shortwave is only a portion of this, and the report does not indicate what portion. But it says direct radio and TV reach remain relatively flat during this period, in line with global trends, with the largest growth coming from digital platforms, such as websites and smartphones. Regarding shortwave, the report says... There were significant declines in reach via shortwave radio, with further rapid declines expected over the coming years. As a result, the World Service has stopped regular shortwave services in Sinhala, Tamil, Uzbek, Urdu, and Hindi. Nevertheless, despite this trend, shortwave radio has remained important in some regions during this period, particularly in regions that are challenging for the BBC, due to media regulation, geography, pandemic, or strife. Consequently, new shortwave services have been launched in Korean in September of 2017 and for the Horn of Africa in April of 2018. Next, we have DX News from Salahuddin Dular in Bangladesh, followed by Bob Padula in Melbourne, Australia. Dear listeners and radio hobbyists, welcome you to Bangladesh DX Report. This is Salauddin Dollar from Rajshahi, Bangladesh. Glad to be back and thanks for listening. The receiving log of different radio stations. October 1st, FIVA Radio via Irivan Gavar, Urdu program, OM and Wiles presenting story was heard at 1520 UTC on 13690 kHz. The SIO code was 433. Enisk World Radio via Yatama, Japanese service, instrumental music was heard at 1527 UTC on 13610 kHz. The SIO code was 444. Radio Free Asia via Dushanvi, Chinese service was heard at 1533 UTC on 13810 kHz. The SIO code was 433 Voice of America Botswana English Musical Program was heard at 
song was heard at 0220 UTC on 11905 kilohertz. The SIO code was 444. China Radio International Nepali Service Bhaya Khunming was heard at 0225 UTC on 11860 kHz. The SIO code was 544. Radio Filipinas English program OM reporting on COVID vaccine was heard at 0230 UTC on 12010 kHz. The SIO code was 333. Voice of America Diva Radio Bhaya Udanthai OM talking about Osama bin Laden in Pashto was heard at 0233 UTC on 12035 kHz. The SIO code was 555. Radio Iran International via Tuscan news and report in Persian was heard at 0238 UTC on 12020 kHz. The SIO code was 333. RFA Burmese service was heard at 02250 UTC on 15250 Voice of Turkey Urdu service news by OM was heard at 1208 UTC on 15380 kHz. The SIO code was 444. ACJB Germany via Russian service religious talk was heard at 1535 UTC on 13800 kHz. The SIO code was 444. We want to thank Mr. Pradeep Chandra from Tripura, India for sharing his log with us. If you have any comments and suggestions and send your reception report of this segment to the following email address dxbangla at the rate gmail.com. The address again dx. B A N G L A D X Bangla at the rate gmail dot com. Okay, I will come with more DX news in the next edition. Till then, take care. Salaudin Dollar, Ratshahi, Bangladesh. Welcome to another edition of the Australian DX Report. This is Bob Padula in Melbourne, Australia, bringing to you our latest roundup of news concerning shortwave broadcasting stations around the world. We include information concerning propagation reports, monitoring information, solar activity news, schedule information and other items of interest to shortwave monitoring enthusiasts. A reminder that all times we give in these programs are in UTC, also known as GMT, and all frequencies are in kilohertz. Full detail QSL cards are available for correct system reports received for the Australian DX report. The address will be given at the end of the program. So now, here is this week's news. Information from the Ionospheric Prediction Service in Sydney, Australia, advises that the level of solar activity has now fallen to an extremely low level. 
the 10.7 centimetre solar radio flux has dropped to 55 and the daily equivalent smooth sunspot number has fallen to 32. And the IPS further advises that those figures are not expected to change significantly in the immediate future. And that means, of course, that high-frequency broadcasting on darkness or semi-darkness paths over long distances on frequencies above about 10 MHz will not be very satisfactory. However, frequencies above about 10 MHz during daylight hours will become what more reliable. Some news now about international shortwave reception. This time from our monitors in Eastern Europe, in Sofia, Bulgaria. Quite a number of good reception indicators there recently, particularly during the local daytime hours. I'll share these with you now. Transworld Radio India, broadcasting in Kazakh via the Aganya Relay in Guam. Frequency is 9910, 1427 to 1445. That's um, 200 kilowatts. And the antenna is 305 degrees. Myanmar. The voice of the National Unity Government of Myanmar has updated its September schedule. The new frequencies are 17710 between 0130 and 0159 in Burmese, the Southeast Asia of course, 250 kilowatts and 205 degrees. The same frequency, 1229 to 1258 in Burmese, the same transmitter designations. 1330 to 1359 on 12,000. 12000 in Burmese 250 kilowatts and 205 degrees antenna at Burmese of course and 1330 to 1359 on the same frequency 12000 Southeast Asia in Burmese 250 kilowatts and 205 degrees Radio Idarasan International is a politically based station using the relay facility in England at Wolferton. Station uses 12050 kHz. It's been heard in Europe between 0618 and 0626 in French at 250 kW and antenna 158 degrees. And on 12055 at the same time broadcasting in Kazakh to East Asia and 12045 at the same time broadcasting to East Asia in Chinese NHK Radio World Radio Japan noted in Europe on 17820 for the relay station at Dubaya in the UAE 1115 to 1145 on from Dubaya with 250 kilowatts and 105 degrees that's in Indonesian. Radio Iran International noted on 12019.8 from the Tashkent relay station in Uzbekistan. So 230 to 0600 in Farsi to Western Asia. Transmitter is 100 kilowatts and the antenna 236 degrees. 
Another threat here is 15629.8 from the same transmitting site, 0600 to 1600, then to Western Asia. The voice of the martyrs, new frequency is 9930 from Tashkent in Uzbekistan, heard in Europe between 1200 and 1300 with Korean to Asia, change to 100 kilowatts and the antenna 076 degrees. Another politically based station, Radio Free North Korea, using 11510 from Uzbekistan, heard in Europe 1300 to 1400 in Korean, 100 kilowatts and antenna 06 degrees, 076 degrees. And the voice of the wilderness heard on 11540 from Tashkent, 1400 to 1500 in Korean, 100 kilowatts and 076 degrees. Further information from our friends in Sofia, Bulgaria, indicate reception of China Radio International in Cantonese. Or 9560. This is between 1200 and 1257. The transmitter 250 kilowatts. Antenna 110 degrees, 010 degrees. And that's a relay station via the transmitting site in Cuba. Voice of Greece. Noted in Europe on 9420. 0700 to 0705 from the Avalos transmitting site in Greek 150 kilowatts and the antenna 323 degrees Radio Kuwait's been monitored on 15510 and 11530 0500 to 0900 on 15515 in Arabic to Eastern Asia 250 in English, very good signals to Western Europe. Transmitted 250 kilowatts and the antenna 3110. Vatican. Reception of the Vatican radio in Spanish broadcasting to the Americas using the relay facility at Greenville in the USA on 7305. This was noted 1130 to 1145. 250 kilowatts and antenna 168 degrees. Azimuth. An Adventist World Radio, noted via the Tashkent relay station in Uzbekistan, 15669.9, a stand from the nominal 15670, between 1300 and 1400, Korean to East Asia. 100 kilowatts and the antenna 066 degrees. And that's all the information in our program this time. We hope you found the broadcast interesting and helpful for your shortwave radio monitoring. Just a reminder that full detail ADXR QSL cards are available by contacting this address. The URL is simply adxr.org. I'll give it once again, adxr.org. At that address you'll find all the details about how you may send in a reception report and you can receive a QSL card via postal mail, that's physical postal mail, or via the 
internet. So until our next program, this is Bob in Melbourne, Victoria, Australia. Wishing you all good listening and thanks for being with us. Goodbye for now. Thank you, Bob. Let me end with a couple of reception reports that we've received lately. Daniel Bustos Aravena in Nueva Imperial, Chile in South America heard WaveScan at 2015 UTC on 15570 kHz. That's from WRMI. And Stephen Howe, he is in St. Albans, Vermont in the United States, as I had the great pleasure of hearing WaveScan via Radio Miami International from 2300 to 2330 UTC on 5950 kHz with a SINPO 55534. Fortunately, WRMI beams its signal on 5950 almost directly to my location, making listening more enjoyable. Thank you, Stephen Howe in St. Albans, Vermont. And we end this wave scan with some music from Abundant Life Radio that we talked about earlier in the program from Barbuda. Some Christian music with a local flavor. Thanks for listening to WaveScan, the international DX program from Adventist World Radio, researched and written in Indianapolis by Adrian Peterson. Next week, the radio scene on the island of Antigua in the Caribbean, our ancient DX report for 1926, and our Indian DX report. Several QSL cards are available for WaveScan. Send your AWR and KSDA reception reports for the program to the AWR address in Thailand and also to the station your radio is tuned to, WRMI or WWCR or KVOH or Voice of Hope Africa or to IRRS Italy or to the AWR relay stations that carry WaveScan. Remember, too, you can send a reception report to the DX reporters when their segment is on the air. Here in the program, they will also verify with their own colorful QSL card. Return postage and an address label are always appreciated. The email address for AWR QSLs is qsl at awr.org. The postal address for AWR QSLs is Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 234, Prakadong, that's P-R-A-K-A-N-O-N-G, Bangkok, 10110, Thailand. That's Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 234, Prakadong, Bangkok, 10110, Thailand. And the email address for other correspondence to WaveScan, not reception reports, is wavescan at awr.org. I'm Jeff White at WRMI Shortwave in Okeechobee, Florida, USA. Till next week, good listening, everyone.
gonna do for me?